Hey, what's up, everybody? Today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. Welcome to Big Screens and TV Streams, live from the Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I'm Dale. Joining me back again this week is Victor. Hey, guys. Great to be back again. I am so happy to get into what we're getting into today. And though you can't see me without my brain bucket on, you can see that, you know, it's shaved for the first time, so... <laughs> oh yep, yep, yeah. So, so 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 Victor, you had a week to recharge. How how are you feeling? All charged up? Yeah, I'm charged up, man. I'm ready to go. Let's let's get into it because I'm ready to talk movies and everything about it. So I'm ready to go. All right. Yeah, I'm just checking one thing here because on the rooftop, shout it out. Uh, yeah. So I'm mad as heck, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Great yeah. reference. We, we see we I, we got a video on there, but I'm just switching. Every now and then, I know it's this black switch. We're not getting a feed to uh victor's uh camera here so because yeah you see you're, you're you're getting a video feed there right yeah i just hit it again here okay so we're working on getting victor's camera there sorry. yeah it's all right guys we've always had these technical yeah. difficulties but we always power on through so. yes you know it's funny i i checked it before the show and it worked fine then but uh yeah so probably cord got jangled loose there a little bit but all right. victor's feed will be with us here momentarily that other voice you heard on the show is uh making his return after a couple of months he's the host of icky ichabod's weird cinema on grand forks best source it's the one the only icky ichabod Hey, you know I'm insane, and that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. I think Goldmember said it in Austin Powers. Goldmember in Austin Powers, okay. Oh, yeah, you know, I bet it might, it might have been that. Oh, wait, no, or wait, maybe this one? We're trying to, there we go, there's Victor. Right here, <laughs> I'm right here. You know, I'm pretty sure a cord got just nudged a little loose. So. That's all right. So, but you're back. I'm right here. I'm all back. Right. Icky, how are you doing? It's been a little while since we had you in here. Glad well, to have you with us. You know, as I got to say, I'm back from outer space. <laughs> What's that? What's you, you keep pulling all these just awesome quotes. Uh, you and Victor just got to do, I, I should just pull like, uh, like, 25 random movie quotes and see which one of you can get the most quotes. Um, I think I should do that one week. Next next time I get you on here, Icky, I think that would be a good idea. That would be fun. Yeah. And the person you saw helping me get Victor's camera back on is producer Paul, and he'll be with us here momentarily. He's at the production booth. So uh, I guess just to uh, kick things off here, we got uh, a couple news items I thought we'd bring up to talk about. Uh, just from the late, there's been some interesting things going on in the movie world and streaming world lately. Um, first off, have you guys heard of this HBO Max? This past week, they announced they're going to be rebranding and expanding their streaming catalog. They they did say this has been coming for a while that they would be combining their streaming catalog with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery uh, Plus uh, streaming service they also owned from the merger from last year. Is that yeah. kind of like? How, like, Full Moon took over all those Grindhouse films a few years ago, kind of like that? Those were at least... That one's a little bit different than this one. That was just a good partnership in general. This was just a misunderstanding that I don't know why. This is just like CW all over again. Oh, yeah, UPN and WB merging, yeah. Well, even though UPN and WB, who already, like, they were separate platforms. They didn't need to connect to anything. UPN was just the urban people network because they didn't have other things to basically have any ideas. So, like, why don't we 
Yoke and they also had the, they also had WWE SmackDown. They <laughs> did, they did, but and Star then, Trek Voyager. They did, but they didn't need to like. If you wanted to connect with an audience that was out of your demographic, then you could have just continued with WB instead of already saying CW. CW already exists, ladies and gentlemen. Cable Warner is already a production that they already had under their belt. They could have just continued with WB instead of CW, which doesn't make any sense because, again, it's already under their banner. Well, I like the CW, not to yeah. be rude. No, it's not, it's not rude. It's not mean or anything. I just think... Well, I just kept doing WB. They did cancel a lot of shows in that merger. It was unfortunate. I remember Veronica Mars was a victim of uh, some of the, I think, UPN shows getting scrapped, I want to say. Yeah. That was a really good show at the time. Well, and they did, yeah, they canceled that uh, in the house with uh, Carlton. Because Carlton, after he did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he did that with, uh, what was it? It was uh, LL Cool J and them, and now... Every other, like Angel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, pretty much everything got canceled from that network. And not... Maybe in a future episode, we'll have to do a in memoriam uh, on UPN and the, and the WB. <laughs> do, do some flashbacks on those. Mm. But yeah, for those that didn't hear, HBO Max, they said they're going to be officially combining with the Discovery Channel plus their streaming service because they, the ownership acquired Warner Brothers or merged, however they wanted to phrase it. And they're, instead of HBO Max, it's now going to be called just Max. So besides, you'll still be able to find your HBO catalog there, your HBO Max catalog, all the shows from HBO Max, along with everything from Discovery Plus, along with uh, some, some uh, I, I got on here, um, Discovery Channel, HGTV, Food Network, TLC, and ID. We'll be combining with everything from Warner Brothers movies, HBO originals, Harry Potter, DC Comics, a lot of stuff you found on HBO Max. Prices will be going up for, they'll have two versions. So if you want Max with ads, ad light, they're phrasing it, it'll be $10 per month. And it'll be HD quality with two streams. That means being able to stream on two devices at once. And uh, then they'll have ad-free Max, which will be $16 a month for HD two streams and up to 30 downloads and then in in may they're going to introduce a 20 dollars per month ultimate plan <laughs> which will be 4k hdr streams with dolby atmos sound and 100 downloads so yeah all kinds of tiered options how do you guys feel about uh hbo max rebranding to max with all these tiered option packages i just think it's just from a way 10 for to 20 dollars i just think it's a way for them to get more money of course it is because they they know what 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 constitutes a nature channel like what an educational channel knows nothing about movies yet they they already convinced warner brothers to get on board with them for no reason at all v- Victor, wow! Here's something I gotta say though. We every once in a while they give like free previews on satellite of HBO, and they don't even play anything good. They play movies from like 40 years ago. They're not even playing the new movies. Well, of course they are because they know those ones that they pretty much belittled. They know that those are still nostalgic to people who have watched them over, like you said, 40 years ago. So they know that's going to sell because they know the new ones aren't going to sell. Because they probably are... feel the nostalgic demographic would be more apt to subscribing oh, yeah. instead of you know the, the newer age, which you're probably just used to uh, just 
pirating. <laughs> well, to, to quote Paul, because the new movies suck. And they do. Because, they, because they're being lazy about it. They know it. That's why you can throw, as I've said before, you can throw as much money as you want at all these actors and people. But if they don't trust you and, if, and they know that you're going to come out with shitty content, then they're not going to be a part of your little networks. They're going to be like, well, this guy is offering better stories and better money over here. So um, I think you know where I'm going to go. But when you make better stuff and have better money to go with that, I'll come right back to you. The only thing I saw on here was they won $20 for 4K. Yeah, 20 bucks for you. Because I think right now, HBO Max, as it is right now, is 4K, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything is 4K. 4K. Yeah. yeah, everything has been in 4K for quite some yeah. time. So they add like extra money just because it's in 4K when it was originally supposed to yeah, be? If you yeah, be able, if you want to be able to watch it on your nice TV, you're going to have to pay them an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. Total BS. Yeah, which shouldn't even be a thing at all because, again... There's TVs with 4K in them, so you could just cut out the middleman and go outside, go buy a TV with 4K yourself. Yeah, because what's the, what's the 100 downloads? I mean, what, what, what the, some what's streaming services allow you to download uh, from to your computer or to your phone. Like if you if you're going to go like on a plane or somewhere remote where there's not as much Wi-Fi, so if you want to have them queued up, ready to watch on your phone without having an internet connection, I do that with Netflix sometimes. If I'm going to go on some traveling, oh, I'll download like a few episodes of a show I'm watching just to have them ready to go if I don't have like an internet connection or Wi-Fi, which is nice. But I mm. I maybe use that maybe like twice a year. <laughs> yeah, but, that's like how many people use that per day yeah. or per week? Probably only handy for just people who travel a lot. I would say. Yeah. Well, I have that's, a, that's you know, I have a 70, 75 inch TV with a surround sound, and so obviously I'm going to want it with the surround sound in the 4K. I don't give a crap about the downloads. Yeah, so. like you could have just pretty much thrown that away because that <laughs> even mentioning that that probably won't mean very much yeah. to people. I so. mean, I'm, and I, I know on here I was like looking a little more into the nooks and crannies of this deal and this announcement. You can't just elect to have HBO Max separately anymore going forward when this will go into effect on May 23rd. Yeah. If you want, though, you can still do Discovery Plus separate, though, uh, for like five or seven bucks a month, depending on ads or no ads. But yeah, so HBO Max users are getting kind of getting the shaft, it sounds like. And then I don't know. Is Cinemax still around? Like, is one of the premium movie channels? Cinemax, yeah, has always been. And around. I always remember on the TV Guy channels, it was always abbreviated as Max. So when I saw HBO Max being rebranded as Max, I instantly thought Cinemax. So, yeah, yeah, I so, thought it was yeah. Skinemax. I, I remember that one. Yeah, yes, yes. Skinemax too. Uh, Get your popcorn ready for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's that's going to go on into effect May twenty third. Effect. Yeah, expect some changes to like, your HBO Max subscription. What, like, what were they thinking, man? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> you, just a Max? Like, you could have just... HBO really, like... H, I loved HBO growing up, and now I feel like, man, you just... Tales in the Crypt. Best <sighs> show on HBO. Very. And oh, yeah. Just, and the movies were amazing, too, but... Now I still like just... HBO Max. Uh, there's usually, like... Uh, one must see a new movie or TV show or just special project coming out there. At least it seems like once every month or two that we cover on the show that and I'm like, all right, this is a reason for me to keep my HBO Max subscription. Which is good. But then they, they know that doing this, it's like, what, what do they know about mm. making movies? They're an educational channel. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Warner Brothers. They just know they own the controlling stake and they have the rights to make the call, which is, yeah, I there's guess. definitely some raised eyebrows. Yeah. I'm with you on I'm how like, this will go. Uh, we'll see okay. how it all pans we'll out here when it goes to effect in a couple months. But uh, next up is another topic I got... Uh, 
to commemorate Superman's 85th anniversary, which was yesterday. Yes. James Gunn uh, kind of gave a little sneak peek on his Instagram of just the cover page. He's like, look, look what I'm working on. It's the script to uh, his super upcoming Superman movie, Superman Legacy. Mm. So didn't really give any news or teasers about the actual what's going to be in the movie or so. It just kind of is like, hey, I'm working on it. It's yeah. coming. Be Vic- ready. Victor, let me pick your brain for a second about yes. this. Yes. Didn't Superman die and he, was buried. He did. He died in many comics. Uh, of course, my favorite. Uh, and funny that you mentioned that. Uh, Funeral for a friend um, was still one of my favorite comic books to read, just because um, I know that they had originally talked about. They made a bet years ago when they say we're not going to do it. Like they kept losing it, say, "Oh, we're not going to do this," and then they finally did it. It was basically like Kennedy dying all over again. Well, basically, these these comic books and these movies. That are coming out. These superhero movies have like like multiple universes, yeah. and then where one character may die in one universe, and then they'll come from another universe. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know they got to keep the dollars coming in. They can't kill off anyone permanently, with a handful of exceptions. Well, and they know they wouldn't be able to kill Superman off because being that he th- this was just like when he denounced his citizenship, and everyone's any of my friends were like, oh, that's just from a non-American writer. I said no. The whole point of Superman denouncing his citizenship was because when the dude threw the bottle at him and said, well, you weren't there for us, and why weren't you there? You're only there for Americans. And he's like, you know what? That's true. So he denounced it so he could help everyone around the world. That's why you read in Superman Peace, really beautifully done by Alex Ross, he's carrying a handful of rice to African children and all around the world giving food to every nation in the world because he doesn't want to be just in one specific nation. He wants to go around the world and help people. I hate to say this, but hopefully this new Superman movie is better than Superman versus Batman. Oh, it was, I love Superman was, versus Batman. That wasn't Batman so, versus Batman. That wasn't I, I, so It's a very bad. divisive movie, though. I understand why people don't like it, but I, I really dug it. I, I just think that if you're... You can't take what Frank Miller did in Dark Knight Returns and bring it to the big screen. You could, but just not in that way. I love the dialogue used from the, from the graphic novel... The way they did it, though, uh, but I love Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, what they did. The only thing I didn't like about it is that it turned into Superman versus Iron Man. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah with yeah. the mechanized suit. Yeah, they, they could have done it just like they did in the graphic novel, but I, you know Zack Snyder. I think he wanted to just, he loved... Make it look more yeah. plausible on screen yeah. that, he had a, that he had a chance with, like, the Krypton grenade bombs. Yeah. and oh gosh. I, I did love how they did the practical effects of the suit. They actually made the mechanized suit in, like, the I thought the their fight novel. was a pretty, yeah. pretty VA did, fight. Well, they, I, I liked, I liked uh, Lex Luthor in that movie. I did, too, but I, I wish they wouldn't. They need to stop making people who are already older, like, younger. I understand you want to introduce them from a new perspective, but... It doesn't make sense. Like, they did it with Matt Reeves as Batman. You don't need to... He's already a powerful person. Batman is already an incredible person. You don't need to change him to be younger. If you want to tell him in his younger years, you could have done that. But Well, then, that's what they did in the show Gotham. Well, yeah, but then they told it from just Bruce Wayne's perspective, not from his Batman persona. And, and that's fine. You could do it from Bruce Wayne's perspective, but then I would like to see it from... In his second year of being Batman, that would have been more the like Batman year one. So. I have one last thing on this Superman. Uh, I wanted to make sure no, to mention for ahead. his 85th anniversary here. I yes. saw that they got an upcoming 
anniversary collection graphic novel, which will collect 25 Superman comics for between 1986 and 2021. That's coming out May 2nd yeah. at most retailers for $50. Yeah, they did that for Batman Incorporated as well. They did that, uh, and I knew they were going to do that for Action Comics uh, and too. So they took all from the original and from the modern and even from uh, the Golden Age and Silver Age and all that, and they put it all in this huge book. Yeah, I want to say it's like, about 500 pages I was looking at yeah. the online listing yeah yeah and I tried to find actually I, I don't know if they released it just yet May they, 2nd is the release okay, date okay yeah. so they didn't release it just but they showed the cover of it yep. when he's just like, so they're just it. they're just random they're just randomly picking 25 I'm com- guessing they're probably they're gonna put in this book oh I, these were these were all just beautiful issues from the original to like I said the Silver Age the Golden Age and many others that were really big stories at that time I kind of put in my notes I looked at all the issues that said they were including the oldest I saw was 1986 yeah yeah, um, and then the newest is yeah, up to like a, a couple years ago. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, so a big collection of there. But uh, I guess one last news item to touch on here: um, Netflix announced. Uh, you know, I, I knew this was inevitable. I got the email yesterday. I'm surprised they lasted this long, but they announced they'll be ending their disc by mail service on September 29th this I, year. I knew it. I knew it. Well, they were down to just one shipping facility for like the last like I think two years or so. No, yeah. you, I bet you you know why they're probably doing that because not enough people are buying from their little yeah. discs. Like places like you'll see in gas stations, ladies and gentlemen, that you see like oh, if I want to go rent a movie, oh, Redbox, yeah, Redbox yeah. and all that, because they know that they're not going to waste all that time or effort when they can just go out to stores and just buy disc from the movie. Like for movies, for example, like Cocaine Bear didn't even come out like a like a week ago and now it's already out on dvd yeah or yeah i was, I was actually looking because paul and i are gonna, be, are gonna be talking about later today it hit streaming services and video this last week and we were you reviewed it on the show when it mm. first hit theaters it was just six weeks ago a month yeah. and a half ago mm. and i think during the pandemic they changed the turnaround time to make it faster so peters can capitalize on it more because i believe it was like a 60 to 75 day window they yeah. had to wait for but now it's just a 45 day window and some distribution companies do a little longer but it seems most of them are abiding by that 45 day window but so. even for new releases because you're not you're i don't understand how you're you're doing it on digital and then you're doing it on dvd and then blu-ray and such and then you're already like capitalizing on the movie more but then it's then they did that for jesse eisenberg's movie which was a self-defense movie because we i saw previews on that and then i didn't even get to see it in theaters because it was already out on dvd originally it wasn't even they didn't even talk about it on digital or anything else they just well it's like the whale with brendan Fraser that came out too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah quick I, turnaround. Yeah. I didn't understand that, but I guess uh, yeah. But like Dale said, I guess they want to capitalize on it. Well, more, I so. got a quote from them from the email that he, they said they said for 25 years it's been our extraordinary privilege to mail movie nights to our members all across America. On September 29th, 2023, we will ship our final iconic red envelope. As the DVD business continues to shrink, it's become it's going to become increasingly difficult to achieve that goal, and our final season will continue providing you the best service possible all the way to the very last shipment. So Which at least they gave everyone a half of your heads up. So. Yeah, but that's not true. Something. Icky wants to say something about that because Icky's kind of nostalgic, and I really am mad about them <laughs> closing down video rental stores. You and me both. Mm-hmm. They, they, they Icky were like, loves movies. They were like congregations are. for us well, people who are cinephiles. Well, Icky, this especially rings true for, for you because you're one of the few people I know that still stands strongly by discs for the majority of buying movies still. You don't really 
have any streaming services, so you still buy a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, cra- you and me both, because I've, I've still done that. So. When I managed Blockbuster, it always cracked me up because uh, the owner, um, he would always uh, come into the store, mm. and he would just be in you know like normal clothes, and he was uh, old. You know, he was like old, like mm. you know, sixties or seventies, mm. and he'd go randomly up to people that are looking at movies and start talking to them mm. about movies and stuff. Oh. But people just think it was just some random old dude coming up and talking oh, to him. They had no idea. <laughs> yeah, no idea was the owner. Well, I used to hang out at a place called CCI Video in Amarado. <laughs> and then I used to hang out at Hollywood Video here, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I could definitely relate to you guys on, on that, too. Just going around looking for a movie, it was like an experience, you know? Yeah. You're browsing the aisles and kind of having a pile in your hand. I'm only going to rent one of these, but I got to I gotta carry it with me so no one else grabs it while I'm browsing. Yeah. Oh, right? I, and Hollywood had the 10 for 10 deal. That yeah. was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. I know my first apartment, uh, I was at me and my old roommate. We lived by the old Premiere Video 555 for when VHS tapes were still a thing. Five movies for five days for $5. Oh. They're general non-new releases, so experience a ton of new movies that way oh, yeah. but yeah this is kind of like one of the last uh, uh just vestiges of a, a traditional discs ending here all we'll have left after this at least locally is just the uh, red box. yeah the red box and the uh the similar knockoffs but you can't red, have yeah, conversations with the red box which is stupid yeah but i found it funny that they said this is the the end of disc which i thought was very very silly to say because you need dvds just like cds you need albums as well as you know vinyls and such because you cannot survive with music yeah. or even movies without these things they'll, they'll still have them you can still buy them online and stores still have them they're, they're just smaller sections i think they'll still be around like cds are still around they're just much smaller they'll still have a section you'll get about target yeah yeah oh yeah target walmart new metallica album yeah i i actually bought one of my Couple of CDs I get a year last last week. I got I got Metallic the new Metallica oh. album. So, but you'll still be able to get them. They'll just I like having the rental option. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm the same. And like much like Mr. Icky over here, I too you know movie fanatic, uh, cinephile myself. As I found a bunch of deals like with Hollywood Video, Blockbuster. I remember used to going to Hollywood Video, and I found. One of the greatest uh, werewolf movies that I ever, and it still found it. Is it the Howling? It, it was that, but it was, it, but it was another movie. It was Dog Soldiers, and man, was that just an experience to find that. I guess so. I should say I actually have still been doing all these years Netflix discs by mail. Yeah. So I'm. This is this kind of affects me a bit. I just got a new disc in the mail too, like two days ago before they made this announcement. I actually <laughs> like catching up on an old Keanu Reeves movie, uh, my own private Idaho. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I need, I need, I heard Are about this. About I need to see this. So. B-52 song? B-52 song. The B-52 song made a, the B-52s made a song called Private Idaho. Oh, I, I don't know. Actually, Have you seen did. it, Victor? Is Actually, it, yeah, they did. Is they that re- relative to the movie? Uh, it's not relative to the movie, but they just they made a song called Private My Own Private Idaho. So, are, do any of you here still subscribe to Netflix discs by mail, or have you ended that was long ago? To be fair, um, I My still d- I, I still dumpster dive like like Mr. Iggy, but I have been doing this for for 29 years now. It's I still to this day buy DVDs. Um, now, oh yeah, same I, here. I just greatly yeah, reduce the yeah, amount I buy. Yeah, but but see, I, I still buy DVDs. But see, I I don't even own 
Uh, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I do own streaming services, but they, I didn't buy them. They were subscribed to me. So I just randomly like, oh, okay, I can still have this, but I'm like, I'm not going to, I'll see, check it out, but you know, there, so. What I would like, uh, because I'll purchase movies, um, you know, on the Xbox movie app, yeah. you know, because they'll come on there right away. So like I got Shazam or mm. Way of Water, you know, just because I can get it a couple of weeks before it comes out on, you know, like Disney Plus or whatever right. it is. And I, you know, I want to get in that high quality and there's nothing else to watch. Uh, but when I pay twenty five dollars uh, for say Shazam uh, on a streaming service, uh, they should mail mail me yeah a physical copy of it as well. Yeah, I yeah. I I don't understand why they can't do that. Or even if you buy a DVD, it'll have a QR code yeah. to to put it into your your downloadable library on yeah. your. But I would like to have that physical copy. Yeah, you know, because like you said, I mean, what if I Want to just throw that in the the Blu-ray player yeah. in the car if yeah. we're taking a trip? Yeah, yeah, that would be nice to have that option. I know for me, I it's kind of it does like you do have to wait a couple extra weeks for it, but most physical copies do give you the digital option. Also, they give you the key to enter in, and so you can add that to your digital catalog. I do that a lot. But so. for twenty five, you know, twenty five dollars, I expect to get. Something tangible, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah you think they would give you an option to do that on the digital marketplace. Yeah, yeah. but they know they're not going to do that because, it, say, for example, like like Paul, I do want the physical copy. Why? Because I love – not only do I love the movie, but I love watching the special behind-the-scenes feature. Yeah. I love special oh, yeah. features. That's why I buy movies so I can watch the special features so that's while I'm watching that. So. That's why I bought House of Dragon because um, – I wanted to see more interviews with George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's they so, always load up load up the Game of Thrones well, DVDs okay, so with so tons of interviews. Think about it like this, like a, a big time movie that's coming out, uh, um, and you know people. Well, they, for video games is more commonplace, but yeah. say you're you're waiting in line mm-hmm. because it's going to get released at midnight. Yeah. Or if a movie comes out available for streaming mm-hmm. at midnight, and people want to watch it like in, immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, they're gonna buy. They're gonna buy it on the streaming service. Oh yeah. So sh- send me the the actual copy of it yeah. like two weeks later. But yeah. I, I wanted to watch yeah. it immediately. Yeah. But I still want to own the movie. I yeah. don't want to go to yep. Walmart at twelve and then have to drive home yeah. and then put it yep. in or wait in line for an hour to yeah. get it or whatever. It so is. if you think if say Xbox would give the option, would you like day one digital purchase along with us mailing you the physical copy as soon as it becomes available another week or two weeks, however much later it is for an extra ten, fifteen dollars? No, no, no extra. You already paid twenty five dollars. Yeah. That's that you bought the movie. Now send me the damn movie. Yeah, but send all the movie. Anyway, though. Where's the movie SpongeBob? Well yeah, but then you you know it, because it's kind of nice, like seeing your movies in your collection when you have them in like a DVD type of form. Oh, you know, yeah. like you have your little shelf or whatever. It's kind of mm-hmm. like going through books. You know, you can go through your menu on your TV or whatever, oh, yeah. but it's still not as cool as having the, you know, the physical box with the artwork and everything. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we do need to move on here, so we got to make sure to give a shout out here to our first sponsor, Northwest Tire. They have a job opening right now. They're looking for a front counter salesperson. They're located on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks. And for this front counter salesperson, some of the uh, some of the options they have going on with that is you'll be working with customers, writing up work orders, deal with selling tires and their inventory. Pay does depend on experience, and they have all kinds of benefits at Northwest Tire, like PTO, health insurance, 401k, and more uh, for 
for to apply, uh, either call Chad Hoff at 701-780-8473 or apply online at nwtired.com. And right now at Northwest Tire, they do got a few good deals going on through the end of April. Right now, if you get Bridgestone tires, you get a $70 instant rebate. Firestone tires, you get a $60 instant rebate. Plus, you get $30 when you use your Northwest credit card. So, yeah, those deals are all going on through the end of April. Northwest Tire and Grand Forks located on Gateway Drive. It was so hard not to do the, the theme song to that. To that. To which one? To Northwest Tires. Oh. It was so, that's why Tony, when he, when he looked at me, he was like, he just laughed. I'm like, I know he knew what I was doing. Thinking of the jingle. Yeah, because literally it was so hard not to do that Like after what you just said. Northwest Tires. Keeps you running down the road. I had oh. to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. Give me applause for that one. God, that was, that's, such a, that's been in my head like for you, you should ever. You should become an opera singer, Vin. Victor. Oh, oh, well, thank you. But I, I, my opera singing days, I think, were, were pretty much numbered. <laughs> you, still got, you still rock the karaoke, though. I do. Yeah. I do. Whenever I can. <laughs> whenever I can. Well, I'm going to kind of uh, speed run through my uh, opening review to kick things off. We got a couple reviews on the agenda for today. This is one of the movies that was nominated for Best Picture. It's streaming on Hulu right now, Triangle of Sadness. Uh, this, this came out just like a few months ago or like several months ago. It was kind of in limited release, but kind of is making its way around now, more expanded release and now on Hulu. It's pretty much, uh, the synopsis is a fashion model celebrity couple, uh, in the movie they're described as influencers, social media influencers. They join an invent, an inventful cruise for the super rich, for the one percenters of the world and anything and everything that happens on this cruise does go wrong. Everything goes wrong on this cruise. Kind of sounds like Captain Phillips. Well, not like that. This is a comedy. This is like one of those uncomfortable comedies, you know, like Seinfeld or The Office, oh, where yeah. they're intentionally having these uncomfortable moments and they're dragging them out. They're, they're hamming up the scenes just uh, to see how long can everyone can stay in character. And usually it's so hard for, for films and TV shows to get that right. It seems a lot of times they, they kind of stick with it inten- deliberately longer than they should. And I get it. It's all part of the act. The, but, the, uh, uh, the Office did yep. that incredibly you, you, well. You, you know what? You were talking about comedies and un- uncomfortable moments. So while I was reading this, this interview and and Leslie Nielsen, apparently, I think it was on the, in the set of Airplane or Dracula or Dead and Loving It or something like that, would go around with this fart machine. And he'd like be setting it off when people were trying to do their lines and they just crack up. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Just, yeah. If they're able to stay in character throughout that, that's a whole new degree of acting. Uh. Yes. But for here, so you got this pair of social media influencers. They go on this cruise and it seems like the cruise is going along just fine. But then one of the. Uh, the patrons of the cruise, they, they keep telling all the staff, hey, you guys work really hard. You should take a break. Let's go on an excursion and go go for a swim. And, and all the staff, they, they encourage the entire staff of the ship to go on a swim. And they go to the chefs. Uh, they're like, the, so they go around and like, they're like, hey, they want us to go for a swim for like a half hour. And, the, and like the chefs are like, if we do that, the food will go bad. Nope, you have to go. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right. <laughs> and, and sure enough, there's a scene called part two, the captain's dinner where all the after <laughs> the side effects from that happen and food poisoning. Here's, here's a fla- here's a blast from the past. Do you remember Problem Child Two? Yes. The car- the was it the carousel or bumper car scene? Oh yeah. That where everyone just gets sick or, uh, or Sandlot, I think too had did a similar uh, yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. When they went on that Ferris wheel and they chewed tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Stand by me was like that too when they when they're picking. Picking on that guy at the pie-eating contest, he puts Ipecac in the pie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, so gosh. this scene is just like that. They all eat bad, bad food. 
food because it was all undercooked and and the way they play it off is blows all those other scenes out of the water uh. they they drag it out uncomfortably long and and then after a while it's like oh gross but then the end i was just like all right i'm so great keep it cut it gets so bad and then and then the movie takes a hard shift halfway through you remember, uh, I don't want to say what happens in the second half of the movie, but remember Full Metal Jacket? Oh, yeah. Two very big, distinctly different movies. There's like the, the first half, the, the boot camp half, and then the second half, which seems like an entirely different movie. Oh, yeah. And like, it, it was kind of, I want to say it's a two and a half hour movie, and about an hour and a half in, it takes a sudden shift yeah. to where all of a sudden the, this last hour of the movie takes place a whole new setting yeah. with uh, like half the cast members, mm-hmm. and it's like, wait a second. But I was like, in the first half so much, I want to see how much horrible this ship adventure goes on. But after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to dig this new second half of the movie. And and just the twists and turns, they all go on. And uh, I I do want to make sure to give the hearty applause sound effect to Woody Harrelson. He plays the worst captain imaginable. (laughs) Rightly so. If you want someone to play a horrible... Horribly bad captain. Uh, yeah, Woody, Woody Harrelson is your man, and he absolutely knocks it out of the park. You gotta re- realize, yeah, you're, like you're talking, I'm gonna quote uh, uh, um, M. Night Shyamalan. What a twist! Yes, so, yeah. so yes, high recommendation to Triangle of Sadness. Just know it's a two and a half hour watch, and it's uh, uh, for Rotten Tomatoes, 71% with the critics, 68% for the audience. I'm guessing probably the length of the movie has something to do with it, so it's not like super high numbers, but you know, it's a it's like a dark, uncomfortable comedy. But I think, yeah, they they killed it very, very good. That that would, if I would have saw it last year, that would have made my top 10 for sure. So yeah, um, Victor, we're going to throw it to you. We got your fill, your weekly fill your head segment, and I see your topic for this week is don't turn to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing was is I I was watching Star Wars and I had and the funny thing was I I I thought this because George Lucas and and I have been a huge fan of him ever since he first started. And the funny thing was is when he had given his sweet darling, which was you know Star Wars, away to Walt Disney company i was very disappointed in in learning that originally what had what had occurred was because this has happened not a lot of people know this but this was in 1991 uh so this was when marvel came into the picture so they walked in to marvel's office actually they walked into fox's office excuse me about many years ago and they had kind of been like you know uh if you and i'm I'm sure you all have heard when michael jackson you know winked winked hint to mr paul mccartney about owning all the beatles you know records and stuff now they did the same thing with them they said well we're gonna get your we're gonna get them we will and it's like oh sure you will we we don't believe that but and so they basically kicked them out and said, you're never going to get this. Well, sure enough, 20-something years later, they had had one movie that was already on a thread. It cut immediately, and it was Dark Phoenix. It was not a bad movie by any means, but, um, of course, they had already had their chance, and they had cut pretty much everything off, and Disney owned them. Well, and this is... Regards to the going to the dark side, Disney has become a very big dark side over the years, you know, um, just because... A lot of parents groups, a lot of everything. And this goes back to what Paul had, uh, we had talked about many shows ago, um, on how they have taken what was little of kids' programming and they have made it so adults, when they watch it with their children, the jokes they tell is like, 
really bad. Well, like they, 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 like they tell it so bad inappropriately that the adults see it and then like, is this even a film for my child? Like I know what these jokes are, but the the jokes go right over their children's heads, but the adults know right away. Like. For the, um, these me? ones are for the parents. Yeah, like, um, excuse me? Uh, is this supposed to be in a kid's movie? Can I interject for a second? Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you're talking about uh, Disney buying Star Wars. Like, well, you know, originally there was like over 400 Star Wars books. Oh, yeah. But now the canon is like dropped down to like maybe 14 official Star Wars books now. Oh, yeah. They're- yeah, well, yeah, when. Disney acquired it. They officially killed all the canon, with the exception of you know the core six movies oh, yeah. and the Clone Wars animated series. They said all the books don't count anymore, so they restarted doing all of their own books. Yeah, they burned the books. Yeah, basically. I mean they're still there. They still exist, but they don't officially count as official yeah. recognized storylines. Yeah. So and same with all the comic books too, which, so, I th- which I thought was malarkey because. If they're not going to include that, well, then what's the point of even writing them so, over the years? Cause... I'm guessing they officially did that because there was they wanted to do new stories with their new movies and, and cartoon properties and book properties that would conflict with past books written so well, or that were wrote in the past. When they were making, when Hasbro or Kenner, I can't remember which one, was making the toys, the original Star Wars run had a, a character of Princess Leia in a slave outfit. But when Disney took over, they go, oh... We're going to discontinue that that toy. Yeah, because Kenner. Yeah, Kenner originally they made Star Wars. Um, they had made Star Wars manually, and I've had a lot of them over the years. Shout out to Kenner being a great toy company. But I, I saw I saw I saw one of these at a collectible store, and he was like only charging like seven ninety nine for it. And I go, that's not worth seven ninety nine anymore. That's worth like maybe thirty dollars because it was discontinued. Yeah, but see, most of the people don't know now that you could get if you are if you're even lucky to get. Princess Leia with the, you know, bikini, which she is now known for. Yeah, um, and uh, funny thing, Carrie Fisher, God rest her soul, she still has a, a figure of herself with the bikini still on. Um, it's in her estate, I believe, still. Oh, like a lifelike statue yeah, of it? Yeah, wow. she, she, she made a joke about it oh, on her special. And she made a joke about it yeah, on her special. Well, now that Disney owns Star Wars, you know, the next one that comes out, Whoever is the hero, he's going to have to uh, transition into a tranny to be able to be on the Jedi Council. And yeah. I mean, it, you know, and then it's going to, everybody's going to be gay and everybody's yeah. going to be, it's going to be just ridiculous. Because oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what Disney's going to do. They, oh, yeah. Because they, yeah. they didn't do that. They didn't do that back in the day, but now they can. Now everyone's, you know, they couldn't do this back in the day, but now everyone's like coming out and doing all this other stuff because oh, yeah, they're the, trying the, to relate to everybody. The, the evil emperor will just be a straight white dude. Oh, yeah. And, the, and the, <laughs> that's what Emperor's known for, just a straight white guy. Yeah, like, like totally likable, too, just like a normal guy. But, yeah, he's just going to be like... As yep. you were saying, you were watching uh, Lego, the Lego movies. Uh, I, one of my friends told me that in the Lego Star Wars... Emperor, the emperor only says like things like emperor wanty wanty or something like that all over the place i think it's just funny how how low they had to go in order to to achieve properties that were already fine to begin with as the phrase goes if it ain't broke don't fix it but they, i agree with you victor i agree took, with you 100 they took that in as they say you give someone you you give them an inch mm-hmm. and they take it so far and that they now have just made it to be like 
Oh, boy, dude. It's like in Wayne's World when they get the new corporate ownership and oh, they yeah. wreck the show on the first corporate oh, yeah. episode. Just so, like yeah, when he was like... An unfortunate deep cut nowadays. Wayne's oh, World yeah. is 30, over 30 years old. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, it's still relevant today. Yes. yes. Well, I, well, I still like what uh, Mike Myers did, and people called him out for it, but he, he loved that song so much. And he was even in the movie, mind you, everyone, that not only did he love Bohemian Rhapsody and rock and roll itself, but he, he was in the movie. Movie Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and so of course he told Penelope, um, who was the director of it, um, she originally wanted Guns and Roses, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, was a cheaper song, but he literally put his foot down and literally said, "No, we're going to do Bohemian Rhapsody." And sure enough, she's like, once they popped in that tape, and you heard. And Bohemian I want to say, I think it was like the first song ever to make it to the number one of the top forty charts on two distinctly different time oh, yeah. periods. It was well, the original did, release in the 70s and oh, then in yeah. 92 or 93 when it when film first hit. It was still on the top 10 of that soundtrack, Wayne's World soundtrack. So, you got to yeah. realize, though, that uh, Mike Myers was in a band called Ming T around the same time yeah. that he was in uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But, uh, Victor, was there anything else you had for Fill Your Head this week? I'm just, like I said, I just know this was this was basically the dark side of, you know, this Disney thing because now they've they've gone way too far. They fired so many people, and Tim now, Burton. yeah, and and like Tim Burton said, you know, they don't want to make they don't want to make movies no more. They want to make franchises, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then why hire people who want to be you know these incredible people with their direction, and then kind of screw them over as a result? So that's the dark side of it all. So yeah. All right. You well, do not know the power of the dark side. <laughs> Icky, that was pretty good, man. We need to put that on the soundboard. That is really yeah. good. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Victor, I'm looking forward to what you have for us next week, mm-hmm. man. As always, just like I'm looking forward to my weekly trip every week to O for Heaven's Cakes, where there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods, and that's where O for Heaven's Cakes comes in. If you want to make sure to check out some of our past shows on Grand Forks Best Source, we interviewed three of the bakers from O for Heaven's Cakes, Sherry, Margo, and Frizz, and they just told us all about their whole origin story with O for Heaven's Cakes and all the many options they have available there, like treating employees to all kinds of deals, check out their monthly employee discounts, all kinds of options. Check out the interview in the GFBS archives from just a week ago. Just search GFBS on your favorite podcast app. But they're located on the backside of the Grand Cities Mall, open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, and on Saturdays from 9 to noon. If you call them up at 701-757-2253 or email them overheavenscakes at yahoo.com, those are the two best ways to call Overheaven's Cakes. And you want to make sure to do that right now because they are taking pre-orders for a graduation cakes cookies, pies, whatever you want to treat your graduate to. They say this is their busiest time of the year and to make sure to get those pre-orders in a month ahead of time. So check them out, Over Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. If you're looking for a cake job, they are hiring and make sure to stop in and apply for a position. So yeah, Over Heaven's Cakes. I My weekly trip there earlier today, I got a raspberry chocolate cupcake. They said it was a new addition this week. I had to try it. In my usual microwave new kit in there for about 12 seconds, and yeah, just melted. Perfect Sounds delicious, stuff. And, and also, um, and could be mistaken, but they are, sounds like because their podcast with us was such a hit, that they're going to be on Courtney Barstead Logan's Remax podcast this coming Tuesday. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think, yeah, she's mentioning them as an upcoming guest. And when I was in there talking with them earlier today, too, they said they'd love to come back on. And I was like, yeah, let us know when you guys got a bunch of promotions coming up that you want to talk about. And I'm sure we could get them, get them booked up here again because I think they said wedding season is the next big season after graduation season. It's kind of funny talking to them, you know, you know like working in retail in the past. It's like, oh, you know, they got the, the shopping times of the year. But for the baking scene, they're telling me about their baking times of the year, like, you know, graduation season, wedding season. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Love talking to them. Check out that interview from last week. It was just a riot. Really good times with them. But yeah, we need to keep things moving along here. Uh, what may be a questionable dessert is the maybe the uh, dessert of a certain bear in the next movie we're <laughs> yes, talking about. Yes. The so, bear. But, uh, you know, Victor, we kind of alluded to it a little earlier. You covered cocaine bear right when it hit theaters a month and a half ago it had a quick turnaround time on streaming services it's available on peacock now cocaine bear paul you gave me the heads up text you're like dale cocaine bears on peacock i'm like oh watch it in time for the wednesday they're actually selling it at walmart right now yeah it came out on video too this week too on traditional disc which which is kind of weird because they edit their cds and they edit their records and they edit all this stuff but they have a, a movie that says cocaine in cocaine dust bear it's it's about Winnie. It's like Winnie the Pooh. It is available on, at other retailers uh, too, uncensored. So just a it, heads up. It's, it's like Winnie the Pooh on cocaine. Oh, yeah, and oddly too. based on a true story. So Victor, you covered it in big detail here. Paul and I both saw it just the past few days Sporty here. Figured Victor was really high on it. He gave oh, it. I loved it. <laughs> she really absolutely up. loved it. Paul, do you think this is going to be an early top ten of the year candidate for you? you, you got the to. only thing. That this movie missed. Oh, come on. <laughs> was go. me not being on cocaine when I watched it. Because <laughs> <laughs> this movie is phenomenal. I knew it, yes. Oh. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, yeah. This, this, yes. this was, this was yes. entertainment from I, beginning to end. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, you know what it. that kind of reminds me of? I knew it. My stepdad rented uh, the new Alice in Wonderland when it came out. And I watch, was watching it, and it's like, you got to be on drugs to watch this, man. Yeah. that. Oh, you're going to like cocaine yeah. there. Oh, yeah, dude. So, Once you watch it, you <laughs> I mean, you don't really need to set up the plot. The name of the movie no. speaks itself. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, it's about a bear who, like, I think, like, a, a, finds, a, a plane full of cocaine. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. Crashes in the forest, and then the, the he gets, gets high and starts eating people. So, pretty much, yeah. I, that's, yeah. That, that's actually spot on. That's <laughs> what, what, really, what it is. What threw me off on this was there was that... Uh, TikTok guy that like went viral for doing the yeah. you know if you go into IKEA and yeah. you know mocking the people that ask dumb questions mm. in IKEA and he like his he went viral on that but he's in Cocaine Bear yeah he and is. he does a TikTok saying uh, so for all and he does it just like he does the IKEA thing mm. <laughs> but talking about is there like is there going to be a, a sequel to Cocaine Bear and all this stuff he's like no like. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> like, like, well, it's based on a true or based on parts of a true story. Yeah, yeah. But ch- if you can find if you can find that TikTok, did, check did it out. Anyone, it's pretty did funny. Did anyone hear about the uh, new slasher Winnie the Pooh movie called Blood and Honey? Yep. Yes, I have. That's, a, that's is, that, is that already out? I guess that, that one. I don't went know if right it's already me. out, but yeah. I heard they're advertised that they were going to make a, a slasher Winnie the Pooh they movie. Don't they're they also going to be doing a slasher Grinch movie called You're the Mean One. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, nice, adorable, cuddly, cuddly bears. And you know, it's funny. I got the alert for this. You know, if people they made it. This almost sound like a family movie for, uh, on the Peacock no. app on the. <laughs> 
I, uh, when I got the alert on my phone saying, "Hey, Cocaine Bear is now on streaming," and they had these cute, adorable emojis of a uh, of a uh, like a Smokey the Bear face and and a uh, snowflake. <laughs> so it's like, oh, nice family movie. This cuddly bear in the snow. No, are you talking about no. Snowflake, the, no. the Miami Dolphins? Shoot, no, this is not so, a family movie by any means. <laughs> Paul, what what stood out to you for Cocaine Bear? <laughs> oh, I love these uh, these kind of like campy horror flick yes. movies that you know they, they take the the horror part of it and they just turned it into comedy oh yeah well, there's there, there's a movie that's going to be coming on Nicky Ichabod's weird cinema mm-hmm. called head of the family if you like like really cheesy com- comedic horror films the, okay. what was it like was it, uh slumber cheerleader party i'm not i'm butchering the name of that a little bit uh oh, yeah. the, cheerleader slumber party? yes cheer, cheerleader cheerleader slumber party yes or uh, no no i think i think you're thinking of slumber party massacre yes actually. slumber party massacre yeah that's yeah, like a, that's a, like a 90s movie yeah, yeah. It's like 80s, 80s, 90s 80s, yeah 80s. they did yeah. A few of them, yeah. One. Cocaine Bear, I think that's a kind of like snakes on a plane. This just bear goes on a ruckus, or it? Anaconda, <laughs> or yeah. Blake Placid. Yeah. Well, the or, thing that, the thing that's so funny about this movie, like, there's not even too much that goes on with the bear. It's just these yeah. dumbasses all over the yeah, place. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So you're like, you're <laughs> almost rooting for them to get their just desserts because you get these just clueless paramedics that just walk in the wrong scene at the wrong time, and it's like, oh, they're they're making a horrible attempt at trying to get away, and then you see the bear just. Gunning it at like what fifty miles an hour down this, and you, you kind of want it, you're rooting for the bear, unfortunately. Well, I felt bad because the dude literally—I didn't feel bad for the dude who would like literally open the door and literally saw the bear in the shadows, and he's like closing it slowly, and then he just like smacked. Literally, he was gonna eat this guy. Then she, then he saw the woman literally gunning it out of there, and he forgot this guy and literally ran out for her. And I'm like, dang man, y'all should have just been out the door immediately don't even like go back for him because he was already going to be like no get in the car like go i swear don't like that <laughs> so it's just funny too because i mean you have the bear uh, and you know they say if it's if it's black attack if it's brown lay down like for a black bear and a brown bear and then they show this bear and they're like what's going on with it it's like just all kind of acting kind of goofy and then all of a sudden it starts like bashing its head into the tree yeah. and then it looks over at him and it's just like you see like the cocaine coming yes. off of his face oh gosh <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy but it's just like all right it's game on it's yes right. they have a they have a lot of fun with this in the words of john kramer from saw game over yeah well oh, the, 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 i feled bad for uh, uh Jesse Ferguson, who plays. Uh, it, for those of you who've never seen this man, he was uh, Mitchell on Modern Family, and I felt so bad for him. He literally climbed the tree. The man gets eaten, like blood's just going down on his face while he's upside down. He literally gets like his leg is literally felt like his body parts fall down. The bear literally sees cocaine on him, sniffs it off of his disemboweled leg. I'm like, damn, yeah. man. Got- this, this, this bear has a, a problem. I was like, damn. Yeah. Maybe man. we should do a, a intervention. Yes. Yeah, this... Yeah, they, the the bear definitely needed an intervention here, but the way, the way they played up for laughs is well, just... No, the other thing, too, that I really, really liked about this movie, and it's kind of becoming... Trendy now. I mean, mm. Stranger Things did it, yeah. and, but them going back to the eighties, yes, and and just really encompassing what it was like in the eighties. I'm yes. trying to think of another movie. They have like pay booths in there. And, yeah. Well, I guess you say the video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City was a big eighties nostalgia mm. trip. Well, and then yeah. you got the eighties soundtrack to yeah. it. You know, yeah. and I love the eighties soundtrack. There's another movie that I was trying to think of um, where it's set in a post-apocalyptic future, hmm. but it's like the 
the apocalypse like ended in the eighties. So everything that this kid is mm. finding is like from the eighties. And he's, it's got this like rope, like robot girl that's following him Man. around. They're both like teenagers. Um, and like they're, you know, the, he said Megan. I don't know. No, 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 no. This, not this Megan. is this is a this is kind of like more of a cult film that you would that you would like, Icky. But like the bad guys and everybody, they're all chasing each other on BMXs, you know, and stuff. Oh, like I that. know who you're. I know what you're talking about too. Is that rad? Maybe no, no, no. no that, that's an actual. This this movie was not. It was. It's not too old now, but it takes mm. place. Oh, in okay, the just 80s. in like the last like yeah. five years or so. Yeah, and it's kind of like a horror movie, but it's not. It's this kid. He. Oh, I got People, it. Uh, in the chat, may know. Uh, make sure you can get in the live chat on the GFBS social media channels on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch or Rumble, and we want to just yeah let us know. We're drawing blanks right now. We 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 need your help. But I will say on here, yeah, I love the 80s nostalgia. Just yeah. like even just the nods to the 80s technology, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Pay booths were yeah. a thing. And, and, then, and then corded phones, actually, well, landlines. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, just the, the styles itself, like the, the gold chains. And Before this, I the, shut that, up. Even, that, even those glasses, man, like, wow. Yeah, the, the Coke hairdos. bottle glasses, hairdos. Paul, Paul was talking about Stranger Things. I got the first three soundtracks of Stranger Things, and they're just phenomenal. Oh yeah! Now that they, the latest one has Metallica on it, it's, yeah. it's it introduced a new generation to Metallica. I was watching Metallica; they're interviewed last week on Jimmy Kimmel talking about how they got a new generation of fans because of their song being on the latest season yeah. of uh, Stranger Things. But uh, I guess maybe just to wrap it up on Cocaine Bear. Yeah, definite easy thumbs up. This would this is going to be, I think, an easy solid lock for my top ten films of the year. Paul, you think you're in the same boat? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's streaming on Peacock <laughs> right now. Um, I, you know, I guess I didn't look at the updated Rotten Tomatoes rating, rankings. I kind of copied and pasted this from when you uh, talked about it, Victor, uh, six weeks ago. Uh, six weeks ago, it was sitting at a critic aggregate of 70% and 75% audience. So I got a feeling it's a bit more now Now with more people yeah. seeing it with better availability. So, yeah, yes. That's a creature feature that I absolutely flipped for when I saw it in theaters. I was like, dang, dude, this this movie needs to be seen by more people. So, yeah, check it out. Cocaine Bear on well, what, Peacock. What, what next? Are they going to have a, a movie called Squirrels Gone Wild? Well, you know, I'm we've sure. had snakes on a plane. I'm sure. So. Turbo I'm, Kid. Turbo, Turbo Kid. Kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I remember that. I do remember that. That was a long movie. It was a fat, it's a great movie. It's, it's like it another like R-rated, just cheesy. Oh, watch out, Icky. Uh, your the green screen may play some evil tricks on you. <laughs> it may go cocaine bear on you. <laughs> but no, no, uh, it's all good. But actually, Icky, next up here, you're on tap here for... You've been watching, you know, it's, we, it's not too often we get a chance to talk about the latest network TV shows on here. I, I think I dabbled a little bit with a couple of shows. It's been forever since I really watched an episode of Law & Order, and you're an avid fan of Law & Order SVU. You're keeping up with the current season. Yes, I am. So, Special Victims Unit. Were you always a Law & Order fan over the years? I've always been a Law & Order fan. I don't like that new Law & Order organized crime. I like regular Law & Order, and I like SVU. Are they at three shows right now? They're at three, I think, yeah. and they're created by Dick Wolf. Plus, then there's a, a Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire, which are also directed by uh, Dick Wolf. So, 
SVU is the longest running version of Law and Order right now. That, that outlasted the original, premiered on September 20th of 99. I looked up a couple of facts, and I, I guess since the end of the original run of the main Law and Order in 2010, SVU has been the only live action primetime series that debuted in the 90s with like three months to spare <laughs> that has remained in continuous production. And Over 500, 500 episodes yeah. is what you put. I didn't know it was that many. I thought oh, maybe yeah. it started off in like 20. 20- 29, 2010, no, but I guess that's... it's been on longer. Oh, yeah. How long, how long have you been watching it? Well, you know, I only got four channels, so I whenever mean, it comes on, I watch it. So. Have, have you been with it since the beginning? Uh, I've watched some of the older ones on reruns, mm-hmm. but I, I just try to catch the new one every Thursday. And So... Why don't you set us up? What's going on with the latest season of uh, Special Victims Unit? Well, Ice-T is on there, and I really like him. He's Odafin Tatula, I think it's his name is. And then Marissa Haggerty, who plays Olivia Benson. Mm. Well, um, Elliot Stabler is gone now, and he's in the uh, organized crime unit. Actually it was like the original main star of Special Victims Unit, right? Yeah. And uh, anyways, it, they, they just try to solve cases about... Uh, um, I saw in here there are sexual more sexual violence. Yeah, sexual related crimes. Yeah. Or, you know, there was one about there's there's been a few about like minority violence and things like that and I it, it kind of triggers me sometimes, but is it more edgier cases you'd say yeah. than the regular law and order? Yeah. Kind of more mature themes. Yeah, more mature. I wouldn't let your kids watch SVU. You could you could maybe have them watch Law and Order but not SVU. Yeah, I've actually seen like Maybe one or two episodes of SVU. I think my wife was watching it for a while. And yeah, I mean, special victims unit. You can just imagine what. Yeah, you know, so, it's, it, yeah, yeah, special. All kinds yeah. of weird, yeah. you know, yeah, some you know creepy things that people oh, yeah. do. Well, so, I mean, you, well, people, these are based people, on real crimes of the of these like happening, and they're in New York. So this, you this is imagine. what I would call late night television. Oh yeah, and, and they oh, had it. You know, the, speaking of late night television. I've been tuning in to Family Guy at like 11.28 at night, and they edit it. They even edit it more than when it was on at like 6 o'clock at night. Well, really? It's like, what kind of kids or anything is going to be up at like 12 o'clock at night to watch this, where you, yet you can have the same scene played at like 6 o'clock at night? Uh, here's Unfortunately, I, I know a little bit of the lingo on this. Victor, you may have heard of this too. Oh, uh, no, I know. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they edit it because they do... They. They always do this for shows that are in syndication. They have to allow for shows in syndications once they hit reruns. Uh, they have to extend the amount of ad time for them. So they have to trim out little parts here and there mm. so they can squeeze in the mandatory ad time allowed for it's shows stupid. in reruns. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you yeah. a thousand percent. You know, I don't want to watch something that's going to be edited like that. I don't believe in censorship. I don't believe in this cancel culture. No, I think they're just editing it because of time, not because yeah. of a. Uh, PC. Yeah, yeah, they're they're adding it more because of time, not just yeah. because PC. So they can get the most money for the commercial breaks. Yeah, yeah, and they do, and they do that mandatory a lot actually. Now, I, I I first got clued into it when seeing The Simpsons on reruns, and I'm like, wait a second, they cut out this line and this line, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. So yeah, Vic, just, Victor knows what I'm it talking. It still about. grinds my gears. Grinds Dale. my gears. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that from Family Guy. The way Peter Griffin says it, that's a great quote. But. It, I guess wrap it up on special victims unit. What's been some cool moments or like storylines from this season here that Um I liked uh the one with Oscar. He's a a Colombian cartel guy. There was a few episodes about him and he was going after Olivia Benson uh, Olivia Benson's son or something like that. Pretty good like multi-episode arc. Yep. And then there was one on uh on like uh 
racism because of religion, and that was a good one too. No, I remember shows like The Shield. That was a good mystery show. I kept it yeah. with for a while. You, you but, know what? Like you know what's a really good, yeah. good show like that? Oz. Oh yeah, but no, I was I was going to ask like The Shield when I would watch that. Uh, yeah. They would have kind of like a like a couple mystery arcs of the week, but they would also have like a greater season spanning mystery that would all wrap up by the end of the season. Is that how Special Victims Unit you say I, is like? Yeah, I would say so. I, I love that. Yeah, as I, think I, as I say, I like Ice T's role in this, and I like Marissa Haggerty. But uh, he's no longer on the show. But I like B D Wong. He played a psychiatrist on there, and then the guy who played uh, Peter Parker's boss on uh, Spider Man played a psychiatrist also on Law and Order. J.K. Oh, Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's an awesome actor. He's very a- beautiful actor that he is. I would so- say he's beautiful, but. Well, he's a beautiful actor. He looks like one of those, like, what is it, like a Maltese, like, dog? Like, one of those dogs that has, hey. like, all the skin hanging from their face. <laughs> a mastiff? Yes, he <laughs> is a mastiff. He is a, <laughs> yes, uh, he's a bulldog of a man, if you, get, if you have to catch him. He's a spot-on J. Jonah Jameson. I, yes. I like that. And if you've seen him in Whiplash, oh, my God. Yeah. I, like, I, like I, mean, I just talked about that the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because I, I know I know, Paul, I know Paul and Dale, you had talked about that, yeah, not too long ago. Victor, so. I don't know why I got in such a high voice there, I'm but... Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to quote him from Spider-Man. Do you trust me? Well, I trust my barber. <laughs> I trust my barber. Oh, gosh, yeah. I was so glad when they brought him back to the MCU films. Yes, well very, earned. I was very happy about that, yes. So, any last words on Law & Order, Icky, before no, we move No, thank on? you. All and, right. and very good reference. I love that. All right. I trust my barber. Victor, <laughs> it's time for us to throw it to you. It's time for your weekly action figure showcase. Yes. What do you uh, have on tap for us this week? They're all I, green. I was no, I, yes. They were not no. This one was pretty much green when I did do the last ones, but no, these ones were the ones I finished up. I was so happy to finish these up, honestly, because I wanted to get these done, and man, did I ever did! And this was probably the greatest ones I ever did. This was my Dark Knight Returns, if you can't see Batman that I had done. I had finished him not too long ago. And I was so happy to get him done. I took the the cape from the original Batman I had on here like a long show ago, and the cape moved be- beautifully. And of course, if you can't see. Who he who was holding on to him Robin. for dear life? Yes, it was. This was Carrie Kelly. Uh, she was a girl who basically saw the love of Batman, and of course, you know, because she saved his or because he saved her life. And she's like, "Well, I'm going to get a Robin costume and you know, be a part of his crusade." And he kind of needed that sunshine ish kind of in his life to help him out. And of course, he's got his rifle, which I thought was so cool in The Dark Knight Returns. Now he doesn't use <laughs> guns. This isn't a gun he uses to shoot people. This is a gun he uses to you know. Uh, shoot to the helicopter he was uh, hanging off of. And of course, if you can't see, he's Handy got harpoon gun. Yeah, basically. And he got blood on his cape. I got blood on his cape because I thought, you know, damaged. Was that your own custom touch there? Yep, this was my own custom touch, and there was blood all over him. And of course, I had Carrie Kelly hold on to him. I can remove, of course, the. the I like thing. that, the, just like that clinging to life grip there. Yeah, and I wanted it, I wanted it to be just like in the, the graphic novel when she was holding on to him for dear life because, you know, that. Graphic novel, if you haven't read it. It's What's it called so, again? Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yes, could yes, you, yes. Could you make me a Malbolgia? I could. It'd be, it'd be a little difficult. That'd actually be a real challenge, but I think I can do it. I just need a little bit of uh, time to do that. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I could probably do that. But this one Don't was... you have one? Don't you have a Malbolgia? Didn't you bring that on? No, I have a... I remember you brought on a Spawn figure before. I have a Violator, but I could... Oh, Violator, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I could make a... If, 
if my friend could give me that again, I could take that violator and then I could make that a Malvosia. I just have to take off a little uh, conversion. Yeah, I just gotta take off the horns uh, that are wrapped around his like. In the mouth area, Ooh. and then I can make. That I, I see that look. You're, it sounds like you're willing to take on that. I challenge. I honestly want to because yeah. that, that's a fun challenge to do. I do you made take requests? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever you want me to make, I can surely do. It takes a lot of time, but you know, I'm I'm very happy to do so. And of course, this one was a surprise that I wanted to give to you guys. Wow. This one, uh, of course, was not only a custom that I love to do. It Higher. took a, oh oh yes. But this one was, of course, uh, this one is for the studio. I made, oh. it for, I made it for you guys, actually, because to thank no you way. guys for hey, having hey, me. Hey, uh, there we go. I didn't, get a, yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to give it to you guys on, like, the, the third anniversary, of course, of the show, because, you know, I was still making it. But um, I wanted to really give this to you guys because I thought, you know, I, I thought this would be so cool in the studio. This was uh, actually a Baticus from the Red Lantern Corps that I uh, figured that I had, and I thought, you know, I took wings from uh, Thurgon, which was Goliath's uh, twin, evil twin, in uh, Gargoyles. I took the wings of that, and I thought, well, what would be more badass than just taking the wings and then putting it on that? I painted them black, and, of course, to match the skin tone, like it was growing out of them. So, of course, I took, you know, painted it a little bit to make it more like it's, like, literally oozing out of it, you know? So, thank God for, you know... Uh, Gorilla Glue, because it's helped me on all my customs. You know, so. I really, I really like your customs, Victor. They're really good. They, oh. you can't tell that they're customly made. You oh, know, they're like you. they're actual. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering if we if we should put that in with the uh, the Funkos all, that because oh, we yeah. got all the daycare kids. They all stop by that in the window truck. and maybe. <laughs> See if it just scares, they'll, they'll scares first the crap out of them. Scare them to death. Yeah. <laughs> they'll love it. it. They'll love it. I'm sure they will. Just that probably would scare the living. Maybe you could have it hanging like, from the ceiling or something. You could. Yeah, you could. Honestly, just because I mean the wings. I mean they they would go. Although I don't know if we want to put any more weight on this ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> that, probably, yeah that, that might be the straw. Hey, in the, yeah, in the, in the, in the, don't risk it. <laughs> in the words of uh, of uh, uh, Sam Burke from Spawn, yeah. I've lost weight, but I've only gone. I've gone down to only twelve donuts a day. Twelve donuts a day. Oh man, I, man, Icky, you have these quote. I need to rewatch Spawn, and, and I rewatched that when we reviewed it on your show. It was there. in the comic book. Oh, the it wasn't comic in the book, movie. not in the movie. Okay, gosh, yeah. I, I nice still, deep cuts. I, I still can't wait for Spawn to be remade. But Jamie Fox is going to be in it, and I'm very excited for it. So I'm very excited. I'm sure we'll find a good. Good spot for that in the studio. What's yes. the official name of it? Do we got an official name for this figure? So this is Baticus, of course. That's what he is actually called, and he was a part of the Red Lantern Corps, um, of course. And Batman has been through a lot. So, I mean, he's he's gone through the Green Lantern Corps. He's gone to the, of course, Red Lantern Corps and many others. Uh, he was risen from the dead. He was unrisen from the dead. So, I mean, he's part of the Black Lantern Corps. So I can go all day long, but he's been a part of many of the Green Lantern Corps' uh, enemies and foes. Uh, and so, of course, he stopped at the Red Lantern Corps, and of course, this one was just a favorite custom of mine to do, and I hope you all enjoy it as much as oh, I did. Yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah. Again, give you your flowers on that one, man. Thank you. Thank now you. he's going to be a member of the GFBS studio. Thank you. Thank Heck you. Yeah. Can't wait to see what we you should, have for us next week. We should give him his own show. <laughs> hey, there you go. F- figure creation with Victor. <laughs> it take a long time. Yeah. I'll show you that. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move things along here, we got to give a shout out here to our last sponsor of the day. Want to make sure you guys all check out the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill and make them your next dinner and a movie destination. 
Both are located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. You can either dine inside the movie memorabilia-laden restaurant The Shire or take your meal to go to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Renfeld, The Pope's Exorcist, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Chevalier. Am I saying that right? Is that how it's pronounced? A new one I think I just hit last week, Chevalier. Chevalier, yep. Yep, and uh, Evil Dead Rise is opening this Friday. I'm going to be talking about it in just a minute in the upcoming releases here. Bruce Campbell rules. (laughs) Some of this, you can find all the showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about their Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and the 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Now, the River Cinema, they have have luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and it's family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston and for their showtimes check them out online morefamilytheaters.com so yeah big ups to the River Cinema 15 and the Shire alright guys time for this week's upcoming releases I found a couple of streaming and theatrical listings this coming up this week on streaming services on Apple TV Plus, we have The Last Thing He Told Me, based on the novel by Laura Dave. The limited series stars Jennifer Garner, whose husband mysteriously disappears, and to find him, she seeks the help of her stepdaughter, who wants nothing to do with her. Sounds like Ouch. Taken with Liam Neeson. Yeah, Taken? Oh, gosh, yeah, I do love Taken. The, the first one, the first yeah, one. Or Pig. Like, well, I mean, three mo- I mean, three movies, as Ryan Reynolds said in Deadpool, I mean... You just gotta think he's a bad father. What about Pig? Remember Pig? Oh yeah, yeah. Can't forget Pig. Gotta find oh, those yeah. truffles. <laughs> oh man, yep. Yeah, we had, that was a great I episode of uh, Weird Cinema. That yeah, was a lot was. of fun to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah. Also coming out, season four of Barry. Uh, either on traditional cable on HBO or on streaming on HBO Max. It's the final season starring Bill Hader as the hitman turned acting student Barry Berkman follows up the end of last season with Barry currently in jail after being ratted out by his former acting teacher played by Henry Winkler. Winkler, Winkler, sorry. I'm getting getting tongue twisted. Final season will consist of eight episodes and the series finale of Barry will air on June 4th. And you guys watch uh, previous seasons? My Miss Nancy, who loves that show, um, I I have seen a little bit of it here and there. I didn't get to finish all of it, but I love Bill Hader and uh, big Bill Hader fan. I I haven't seen Barry yet though. Um, It's very good. You should. Next up, Tiny Beautiful Things streaming either on the Showtime app or on cable on regular Showtime. Sequel to the 2018 series. Uh, Waco. This this is uh, this limited streaming series is the aftermath of the 1993 Waco controversy, and the original Waco series on Showtime covered the main stuff that led up to the Waco uh, crazy just government fiasco, and this is the aftermath of it. And I saw the preview for this. It stars Michael Shannon, John Leguizamo, and Shea Wiggum. And focuses on the trials of the surviving members of the Branch Davidians and the repercussions of the tra- tragic standoff that killed 86 people. I, it was really I think you're bad. saying trying to say Davidians. Davidians, yep. yeah. Got tongue-tied again. Yes, yes. Really Davidians, bad. yes. Um, they already made a movie on this, and it was really good. It was the guy who played Elvis. and Austin Butler? Austin Butler? Yeah. 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 He did a great job in that. The, the original uh, s- streaming series, or, or was, it, uh, was it a series or a movie? I think it was a movie. Yep. We played David Koresh, right? Yes. Okay. Well, okay, an actual... Oh. Yeah, because he, he, that's why it's the yep. Davidians, because he's Dave. His yep. name is David Koresh. Well, he, that wasn't he, really his real name. Oh. He changed his name because he was... Apparently, he might... I remember right. He was, like, dating, like, the, the, the head of the Branch Davidians' ex-wife or something like that, or widow or something. 
So, yeah, I thought, I, well, according to the movie, he was the only one that was allowed to have sex with anybody's wives. Yeah, yeah. Well, when at that time like, I mean, he was in power, yeah. Um, was, but the thing that was bothering me about this, I don't know if you noticed it, Dale, but so when I was trying to, because Waco, it shows up on, I think, Peacock. Hmm. And then when you click on it, hmm. it wants you to, like, subscribe to something. Oh, at a premium Showtime subscription? Yeah. 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 So they like, do what that. The yeah. Mm-hmm. They make yeah. you think, oh, it's part of Peacock. Oh, no, no. Only part of Peacock as long as you get this Showtime add-on. Yeah. yeah. Hulu does the same thing, is, too. Is it the same with the WWE network on Peacock? Then? No. If you get Peacock, it's part of it. No no strings attached. So, yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> but at least for the wrestling, not me anyways. All right. Next up. In theaters this Friday, I already kind of gave it a shout-out there on the River Cinema at Chevalier. It's the moving the action out of the woods and into the city. Uh, oh, wait, actually, I, I actually I think I got something. I, okay, I got them swapped around. It's a coming-of-age story for the 17-year-old protagonist. Oh, wait, no, actually, that is... Uh, nope, I got the description wrong for this. Victor, are, can you clue us in on Chevalier? So, I, I got it. I got it mixed up in my notes here. I got it copied and pasted in the wrong spot. And I think I got the Evil Dead Rise description in here. So I got that messed Necronomicon. up. Necronomicon. Uh, can someone clue me in on Chevalier? Did anyone happen to catch a trailer oh, or so, anything? Oh, yeah. oh so Chevalier is. Um, it is about this. Uh, for those of you who've never heard of him, because I know none of you have ever heard of him. He was a revolutionary. He, uh, he was a revolutionist. He was a lover. He was a fighter. He was a musician. He was a very talented person back in the day. And of course, because he was black, a lot of people didn't like that. And of course, um, most of what he had done in history was already just incredible. I mean, he was already, accept- he wasn't accepted by, uh, of course, and this was in Britain times, of course. So um, this was during the French Revolution and many others, and he was just—he was just all these things. He was incredible. He was an incredible fencer as well. Um, and uh, if you actually look up what he looks like in per- uh, paintings back in the day, kind of looks just like you know he had the fake hairpiece, and you know he was a pretty distinguished gentleman that he was. Um, but he grew up in a privileged household. They taught him all these things, but, you know, back in the day, black people were not supposed to be taught these things, but he excelled where they failed, and they looked at him as, and the more he excelled, uh, the more he was kind of a loner, and they didn't like him very much, and, you know, but at, he propelled to their standards, kind of like what Django did in Django Unchained. Oh, he basically, Django Unchained. Yeah. yeah. Or, or that guy from uh, Dark Tower. Yes, exactly. Very, very accurate, very accurate. All right, so yeah, Chevalier. but yes, it's a very, very good movie, and I can't wait to see it. Um, very, it's based on very real events, so yes. Yeah, I, I accidentally copy and pasted. I, I screwed my uh, my little synopsis up. I accidentally deleted over it. I just realized that as I was about to dive in there. So thank you, Victor. Of course. All right, next up, Evil Dead Rise. That's oh. out this Friday. It's moving the action out of the woods and into the city. It tells a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable, starring Kelvin Harrison Jr., Samara Weaving, and directed by Lee Cronin. Can I say something about this? Go for it. Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Icky, you reviewed all the Evil Dead movies and TV shows, I believe, on one of your weird cinemas, right? Yeah. Groovy. Yeah. I love Bruce Campbell, man. Uh, The good, the bad... I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah. Now, is this going to be related oh, to that reboot they called, did? It's uh, called Pillow Talk, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. 
Shop smart. Shop as smart. Right? Maybe. I, yeah. So this this will be in the Evil you got Dead real franchise. Ugly. <laughs> but unfortunately, it will not be tied in to Bruce Campbell's movies. It, it will. It was, it's in that universe, but it won't be tied into his movies. Well, that recently. sucks because you know every every other incarnation of Evil Dead, except for I think the revamp. Even the TV show, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah. Main character, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and I, I don't know if Sam Raimi, who originally did his time on, of course, that, I don't believe he'd said, you know, uh, have at it. I know you all will do great. You did great with the last one, so have at it with these ones. And Did you ever ever see the uh, episode of uh, Creep Show when they're reading from the Necronomicon? Yes. Sam Raimi actually is in that one, and yes. it has like a Bob Ross guy, yeah, painter, um, and he's like a, a military veteran, and he's like they're, they're they read the Necronomicon. And all these demons come out on this public access station. Yeah. And they're, they're like, killing them with, like, paintbrushes. Oh, and man. Very twisted. That was very gruesome. Mean, that was really gru- like gruesome, but it was so cool. So. One last one to cover here. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant in theaters this yes. Friday. Follows U.S. Army Sergeant John Kinley, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Let's go, boy. And Afghan interpreter Ahmed, played by Dar Salam. After an ambush, Ahmed goes to Herculean lengths to save Kinley's life. Let's go. And also starring Alexander Ludwig, and as the title alludes, directed by Guy Ritchie. Victor, yes. you sound stoked. Let's go, boy. I love Guy I'd Ritchie. I've never still, seen... Still one of my favorite directors. That guy just doesn't quit. I love Guy Ritchie. I've never really seen that before. You know, like, they have, like, Guy Ritchie's and then the name of the movie. The only other time I've ever seen that before is with Charles Band and, uh, what's his name, uh, Tim Burton, mm. you know, where they actually have their name in the title of the movie. Yeah, and Guy Ritchie, he wants you to know he makes his movies, and damn. Well, Jordan Peele did that, too, I think. But Guy Ritchie, he did, like, um, Snap and that kind of... Those Snatch, kind of, yeah, he did Snatch. Oh, yeah, yeah he Snatch. did Snatch, and yeah, and he did, so, uh, of course... So, when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I love Guy Ritchie's movies, mm-hmm. and then I saw, I was like, but this is an Afghan army movie? I was like, how is that going to... Kind of tie into like how Guy Ritchie's a little bit. Ja- yeah. yeah, Guy Guy Ritchie still has that style. No matter what genre of movies he's doing, he's always putting his style on everything he does. And so he has plots and beautiful cinematography and the way he moves his camera. So just like he did with everything Jason Statham in them did, he'll do the same thing with you know, of course, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal. Always brings it. It's been such a busy actor that he is. Yeah. And I love what he's going to do with this one. I love the story in general, how literally he risks, because this guy, he literally saved his life. And he's like, I want to do the same for him because he saved my life. So he went in there and literally said, I'm going to get him and his family out of there. It's like watching, uh, if you've seen the Mark Wahlberg movie, uh, which is different than this one. But this was uh, based on real events. And I forget, was it Lone so- a Survivor? And my God, man. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Lone Survivor was an intense yeah. watch. And literally, he just like, yeah, I love, there's a scene in the movie, he's holding a grenade in his hand, and he's so intense, and he's just got it, he's like, if I don't go home, you don't go home, and it's just so incredible, because he's freaking out, because he's getting captured. So. It's like that song by TLC, I'm a survivor. Well, that yeah, was actually Lone... Destiny's Child, but that was still a good song, though. But yeah, Lone Survivor, I remember coming out of the theater that was watching out with a friend, and just, yeah, there are some just very, very gripping military action scenes in yes. there where they, they completely nail the, the filmmaking of that. I remember I saw it with a buddy, and, you know, it's one of those movies where I love it, but it takes everything out of you by the end of it. Yeah. I remember just walking out of the theater with a buddy, and we're like, 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Pretty good. Yep, yep. Uh, I gotta go. See you later. <laughs> when I went and saw The Hobbit, my mom did the same thing. Me and my mom did the same thing. And my mom goes, "Who was the little guy with multiple personalities over there?" And I go, "That was Schmeagle." She goes, "She goes, well, that that guy creeped me out." It's it's one. Of, that, it's, that's his but, thing. He's doing his job. Yeah. Yeah, but I know one of the like Guy Ritchie. I love him. He just he just made a movie not too long ago, which was Operation Fortune, which we did on the show not too long right. ago. And so he's doing this one. I'm like he's pumping him back. out. Yeah, that's why I love Guy Ritchie. He doesn't Workhorse. stop. But he loves movies. And that's Does anybody why like, here remember him. Guy Fox? Oh, I love Guy Fox. Five Fox is literally that name sounds really familiar. I can't put a face yeah, to it. What has he should, done? You shouldn't. Have, you no, should. I'm thinking of Guy Rolf. Guy Rolf, the guy who played Andre Toulon in uh, Puppet Master Three. Uh, well, guy he, Rolf was his well. There name? was a guy. Well, Guy Fox, uh, which you you because I know you love this, Paul. Uh, of course, was V for Vendetta. Of course, the Guy Fox mask. Of course, of the soul. oh right, sure, right, yeah. Yep, that's right. The mask. Yeah, that is iconic. Yeah, V for yeah, forever remember. <laughs> yes. Um, just like we also have to remember to get our GFBS plugs out of the way um, for other GFBS shows going on this week, we got to make sure to check out John Roberts did a killer interview with the one and only Ernie the Angler, legendary local fisherman here in the Grand Cities. Just very awesome career retrospective talking to Ernie there. And also on this Friday on Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Well, Icky, why don't you fill us in? What are you covering? Um... I think didn't you didn't you uh, review? It was like a it it was like Men in Black, Black Men in Black yeah. Men in Black too. I love that movie, man. Oh, yeah, you're, you're doing it with the middle entry in the series, so that's why he did. That's why he did that song. Uh, you know, so now you're back from outer space, and of course that's when the dogs say it with him. So yeah, yeah, you've been on a on a on a ride with a bunch of recent episodes here. I think you did the Munsters before that, and uh, and a few other recent ones, and you still still do weird wrestling once a month. Yeah, yeah, We're, we gotta see how weird wrestling's going. But just for you guys, just to to teach to, to teach you guys something, we're gonna have a new host on Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's He's a- coming in the mail next week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the mystery. Oh, Get, yeah, mail order host. Okay. Mail order oh, host. host. Yeah. Okay. Keep your eyes peeled <laughs> and see what you have in store for us. Looking forward to it, man. And they can catch out every Friday, live premiere every Friday night at 9 o'clock, right? Yep. And or just look on the archives, search GFBS on your favorite uh, podcast or social media app. Find the latest Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema or Weird Wrestling. All right, guys, quick takes. What have you been watching this past week or plan on watching soon that we didn't talk about yet? Icky, you're the guest. Why don't you kick us off this week? Uh, I really like Night Court. Night Court, that's right. Yeah. That yeah, I love Night Court. New or old? New one. Okay, and another show that I really watch is Who Lie, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Still same concept as the British and Drew Carey takes from yep. back then. Yep. Oh, I love Ryan that. Ryan Styles, Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery is probably my favorite. Uh, Wayne Brady's pretty good too. I love Wayne. Is it Brady. still on ABC? So it's on CW now. CW now. Did you ever okay. see the skit with Wayne Brady and Chris Rock? Yes. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up. I used you to know, watch it all the time. Icky has <laughs> Wayne Brady gonna smack a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Icky kind of has like a, a a skeleton in his closet, though. I do like Riverdale. <laughs> I, I was into Riverdale for like the first like four seasons. It kind of eventually went a little too off the rails for me, and I just I kind of had a tap out of it. But I was really into it for a good like two or three seasons I, there. I'm sorry, not to be rude, but I, they did this with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Why are you taking lovable characters and making them dark? You're come on, guys. I'm sorry. This well, is you know, a lot of dark I, characters. I'm dark. 
dark. Okay, I'm dark and evil, and I like things that are dark and evil. Well, yeah, but they didn't start off that way. Not to be rude, I just I don't like happy and go lucky people being turned into dark entities of themselves. Like I'm sorry. So what, what's been going on with the latest season of Riverdale? How uh, they uh, get transferred back to the 1950s? Is it like a time travel or just yeah. like an alternate universe take kind yeah. of thing? Okay. Oh, Archie. Yeah. It, yeah, they were, they were going to some weird places with that show. I'm yeah. a Jughead fan all the way. Jughead is a real OG. Yeah, they, I, I love I, Jughead. I like the cast yeah. they have in there. The, the actor for Jughead, Archie. Yeah, they're all... I really like the cast they have. Yeah. And then another, another one of my... Uh, I, I didn't put this on there, but another one of my... Uh, uh, um, dirty Little Secrets is I like Lopez versus Lopez. Hey, every, I love I love. Oh, that's Lopez. that's been that's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's been out for quite some time. He's even in the new Blue Beetle movie. I don't like what he said in the previews, but I, I still I still I still love I still love George Lopez, regardless of what he was paid to say. So, any other quick takes, Icky? Uh, not. Oh, I, I like the Great American Joke Off too. Great American Joke Off. What's that on? I think it's on. You CW. did say joke, right? Yeah, I said joke. <laughs> Great American joke off. Yeah. Oh, you sick-minded individual, you. You sick little monkey. Jesus Christ, Paul. Jesus Christ. So, Icky, I'm unfamiliar with that show. Is that like reality with comedians? It's a a reality with comedians, but it's a bunch of like three comedians versus three comedians, and whoever tells the funniest jokes by the end of the the show wins. Okay. Yeah. So, it's pretty, pretty destination viewing each week, you'd say? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Any, anything else you got for us? No, I'm good. All right. Well, um, I'll, oh, I'll knock out a couple of mine real quick here. Uh, oh, I see you, you wrote the Dusty Rhodes autobiography on yes, there. Yes. Yeah. I heard that was a really good one, actually. Yeah, A&E continues just to be on a roll with their WWE biographies. They only got a couple episodes left this season. They did one on Dusty Rhodes, which was just, yeah. yeah A&E, they got way better production values on their on their biographies and documentaries than WWE does on WWE Network. I mean, the ones on the WWE Network are really good, too, on Peacock. But, uh, yeah, A&E, they, got, they actually will get some occasional AEW talent to interview also that have, depending if they have a big history with the main topic they're covering. And, yeah, yeah, the, the Dusty Rhodes one is just phenomenal. They can, really cover a big deal he was in the 80s. Can I interject something, though? Mm-hmm. I like the AEW or A&E biographies, but I like the Vice show is yeah, more the, than yeah, I like. Dark Side of the Ring, those are really good. Yeah, you said you like Dark Side of Things, and they are, they definitely, I think the new season of Dark Side of the Ring starts in like a month or two. So, yeah, that was, yeah, stay tuned for that. So, um, but yeah, uh, also I, I caught latest Picard, episode nine, one more episode left uh, of the season will be airing this weekend, and I think there's Thursday or Friday night it premieres. Uh, yeah, they're just kind of setting it up for like the season finale, this season is easily the best season of Picard. There's still some false. I don't want to say it's it's perfect, but easily uh, just way better than the first two seasons. And they got, just like the previews indicate, they got the original cast are now back. And just seeing everyone back for these last two episodes, it's like, all right, you're taking me back to the... Late eighties, early nineties. I forgot how much bigger Will Riker is than Picard. Yes, yeah. yes. He's oh like my god! Giant next to him. Yeah, like he's huge. <laughs> yeah, you know what like that kind of reminds me yeah. of the Orville. Oh yeah, well, Orville oh, is like a nice comedy take on TNG. It's a very loving homage to TNG. Seth MacFarlane stars in it too. Yeah, he's. I love Orville. Yeah, great to see that back. I think they got their next season's coming out later this year too, I believe. But yeah, and then finally, I caught our one of my handful of new episodes of the season uh, of The Simpsons. Uh, I try and catch a few episodes a year of it, and they they brought back. Uh, remember Marge's. Uh, 
bowling instructor? Jacques. Yeah, Jacques. They brought him back. All these, I think he was like a season three uh, character or so. Mm-hmm. You know, Homer buys Marge a bowling ball for a birthday gift that he really wants for himself, but Marge spitefully decides to learn bowling and falls for this bowling instructor, so he comes back to the show, was this, like 30-some years later, so... Well, it's like Dr. Marvin Monroe. He was a char- one of the main characters in the first two seasons, and he was even in the Butterfinger commercials with Bart. The wrist spots connected to the... Oh. No, no, that's uh, Nick Riviera. Dr. Do- Nick! Dr. Marvin Monroe is the, uh, like, He was like the psychiatrist, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Mar- yeah, he's only there for, like, the first few seasons. He was a great character, yeah. But then he came back in, like, season 25 and for the Treehouse of Horror. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I'm thinking yeah. of the... Hey, everybody! You're hey, thinking of Dr. Nick! Nick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But, yeah, those are my quick takes. Uh, Paul, let's go to you. Um, so I... Uh, didn't have anything to watch. And so I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I want to buy this because the first one was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. But I ended up buying Shazam 2 for 25 bucks. All right. Big bucks. What you think? What, what was, one of the reasons I did buy it, though, is because it said in uh, ultra high definition that uh, optimizes itself to your like TV. Mm. And when it first started, I was like, because I just got this brand new 75-inch mm. um, Samsung. Mm. And I... As soon as it started, I was like, whoa, that is clean picture right mm. there. But, uh, yeah, so Shazam 2 rocked. It was, I was really impressed. I thought it, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was really good. There we go. Very, oh, very, yeah. very entertaining. Big improvement go. over the original. There we go. Yeah, I know. Very, and, very much. Well, you know, Black like, Adam and Shazam have basically the same storyline. They They're do. both given their powers by a wizard, and if they say the word Shazam, it either gives them or takes away their powers, yeah. which I didn't like because... You know, they're made by the same company. I could see if it was like the the, the Submariner and Aquaman, you know, made by two different companies. But if you're going to make something in by the same company, you should at least, you know, like try to mix well, no, it up a little well, bit. Well, no, because no, they explain that because Black Adam and Shazam, they're both created by that wizard. Black Adam turns out to be kind of like evil. And I didn't even know that Shazam was an acronym mm. for, for something. Yeah, it which was. Is strength, yeah, for, strength, strength of Hercules. Yes. Yeah. Or no. so is it was the strength of Hercules. The oh, it's been a long time since I have read the acronym, but it was the strength of Hercules, the wisdom of Solomon, uh, the speed of uh, Achilles. And no, the then, speed of the speed of Mercury, or the speed of Mercury. Excuse me, not not Achilles. The, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, speed of Mercury. Uh, the, fuck, the story of Hercules, the the wisdom of Solomon, the stamina and, of the stamina of Achilles. Yeah, the stamina of Achilles. There we go. And then and the, Z for for Zeus. Zeus. Oh yeah, for the the lightning of Zeus. Yes. So and then I forget. I know the other ones, but I, it's been a long time since I've heard the, read three. I didn't mean to offend you by saying that, Paul. No, you didn't. No, no. I'm saying that they, like in this because Black Adam and Shazam they they fight each other. Really, in this new movie. Not not in this movie, but like in the in the in whole the, series, in the, like the and, and, and in the Black Adam movie, they explain why he's Black Adam and not Shazam, because but he, he has he, to say the word Shazam. Yeah, he was supposed to be Shazam, but he didn't end up being Shazam. That he turned into Black Adam because he kind of went evil, and then they found Shazam to. Well, the Rock, the Rock did an okay job in that movie, but it wasn't one of his greatest roles. No, no, not by any means. But you know, it, the special effects and everything were really good. The mm-hmm. acting was good. You know. I thought the the teenagers that were in this movie yeah, did, a, did did a fantastic job. Very the, so. The chick one is pretty good to look at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like the little things in this. You know, like when he's 
he's grabbing the two cars that are about to go off the bridge, and he's like pulling them back. He's like, yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I'm just kidding. I'm just this kidding. is really this is easy. Really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of cake. Yeah, this is easy. <laughs> but again, because it's Marvel, and Marvel is owned by Disney. Oh, this is DC. This is DC. This is DC. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay, but they still had to put some bullshit in there. So when they all come out as like we're the superheroes, but we're your adopted kids. Yeah. And they're all, they all say something in unison and the one kid says I'm gay. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, we know. So they kind of blow it off. But yeah, but what I would have liked them to do is for all of them to say, instead of like, we know and blow it off. I would have liked all of them to say, we don't care. Yeah. The, the exactly. Should, too, someone's yeah. sexuality shouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the, if they would just change that line to, we don't care, yeah. and then just moved on, yeah. I would I would have been happy with that. Yeah. And I would have been fine with that, too. I, I did, I knew, and I knew Paul was going to talk about that, because I, I, I love the fact that they just said, yeah, we knew, dude, and we didn't care. So, I mean, they... they yeah, at like, least they blew it off. Yeah, like, they, and, did, they didn't need but, to talk about that. So. But they were still, you know, injecting it in the movie. I yeah. mean, they, they show him, like... You know, looking at Ryan Reynolds like in a yeah. bikini yeah. or something, and it's like you don't need to put them in the yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's but you know, but you know, comic books now they're they're injecting everything because back in the day they couldn't do this. I mean, they already have characters that were gay or bisexual or anything like this. But again, just like Paul, just like me, just like everybody who loves these characters, they say we don't care, dude. There, it's not a huge thing. It's not who. It's not making them so, who they are. And, and, you know, I mean, so some people will probably argue that with the... Because uh, Wonder Woman comes in there. Which I thought they were going to get a new Wonder Woman. Because no, I thought they were coming no. out with, like, a new cast of no. people. They, they oh, yeah. still make, they're going to still make the same people. But, you know, he's, like, fantasy, fantasizing about Wonder Woman. Mm. So, you know, they could yeah. base that argument. Yeah. Except that he is fantasizing about Wonder Woman because he's Shazam. Yeah. And she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Well, here's the thing, you know, it it shouldn't all encompass a character, you know, what their sexuality is. Because as you said before, we love these characters for who they are. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, if if that's a part of their backstory or something like that, you know, it doesn't matter. Because people need to realize not to be so PC all the time, you know, and, you know, these, these, these characters are just characters, which they which they did and they, well they it make it makes them more human you know to add that stuff in there, but you know you got to realize just because someone's uh, GLBTQ plus or whatever the acronym is, it doesn't have to encompass everything about the character because you were more than just a uh, basic we're we're more than just the whole we're just parts. Well, the, the thing that annoys me about it is that. These these movies are targeting teenagers. Yeah, yeah. and they're targeting teenagers. Yeah, and that's and, uh, and, and that's the dark side. Like I said before yeah. on Fill Your Head, it's the dark side of you know taking a joke which was for adults, and then you you see this and it's like any, anyway. So we're digressing. It, it, the movie is still really good. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. I, 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 I would I would definitely recommend it. I mean, and even, they even say it in the movie. They're like, you had me at dragon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like Josh, I get to fly, yeah. literally throw a big, big at a step dragon. Up from the original. And if I remember, Victor, Shazam 2, it sounded like it was one of your top oh, writers for oh, movie loved, of the year so oh, far, I loved right? It. I mean, I love the first one, too, but I, I love the themes that they put in there that, yeah, you can't be a kid forever, and that they had acknowledged that where it's like, you gotta grow up, man, and he and they learned that, and the fact that they did it all in this 
beautiful cast and everything that they did. The story was just so incredible. This cast, this cast is going to go places. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And if they keep going, they're already going places now. And if they keep doing yeah. what they're doing now, they're going to get it, dude. So Can I say something really it. quick? Sure. I think I speak for all of us, but we don't promote racism, sexism, phobia of no. any kind at this place. No, no. 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 So that, I'm that's just what I'm saying. saying that. Like, nobody cares. Yeah, so nobody cares. So keep it out. Just yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> don't make a big deal out of it. Just, well, I'm just saying, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, we're, we're not racist or sexist or homophobic or anything. You know? No, no. I we could give a crap less, which somebody does in their own house. But anyway, um, so moving on, the next one I have was um, Bix... Oh, bigorexia. What is that? So this is a documentary on people that are obsessed with trying to get big and look good. Oh, so steroid users, yeah, these steroids. people that use that syn- that synthol or whatever that just makes them look like complete freaks. Yeah, which is very dangerous. Don't ever do it, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't. Well, you, not only that, but you look like a mutant. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was. It's. If you got a queasy stomach, don't watch this because yeah. there are a lot of uh, well, really gross scenes. And this it's kind of like that bigger, what was it, bigger, stronger, bigger, stronger, yeah. yeah. And it was the guy who was like injecting steroids, and his biceps eventually yes. like exploded. Yeah, you know, pretty graphic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's gross. <laughs> but it was interesting, and and they did go into a lot of like the the, the transgender stuff in there. Oh, you know, yeah. there's this giant bodybuilder that identifies as a woman now. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Super. Super weird to me, but you know, whatever. I, I figure it's probably just because he injected so many steroids that his oh yeah he, testosterone is completely depleted. That's why he thinks he's a woman. Yeah, well, that, but, that guy was huge, but he was just like, oh dude, he was just he's scary. <laughs> he's scary looking. Did, did you see this? I actually did. I actually uh, my friend recommended it to me, and uh, the, I thought that there was already another there was already another documentary about this where this guy, um, which we were talking about before, he injected uh, he injected this uh, synth called kind of stuff. And le- mind you, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff. Is is not like there's no drugs in it. It's all just complete fat, basically. It's nothing but a uh, grease. Like think about how uh, you would put oil on your skin. That's basically what it's made out of, which is very very dangerous. And what it does is when you inject it into your bloodstream, it could like clot it just like cheese, and basically just sits there and makes your skin basically just sit there like a dying muscle, and it's gross. And oh, it's, it's disgusting. Oh, it's, it's terribly a, bad. But, but, a very but, vivid picture. But oh, the whole it's thing, very bad. <laughs> the whole thing about this, though, is like these people, even though these bodybuilders, yeah. even though they're so huge, yeah. they still think that they're constantly small. They, they Even if they're the biggest yeah. guy in the gym, they don't they don't see themselves. Well, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they just keep wanting to get yeah. bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Look but, at the Arnold Schwarzenegger when he used to be in those... Uh, Strongest man competition mm-hmm. and stuff yep. like that. He was just like just disgusting because it, you know, wow. he was just so big. He was yeah, but, th- but those guys back in the day when they used steroids, those were steroids that you could actually use healthily and not you know die as a result of them. There are people now who use steroids and it's bad. Like it's bad to the point where your body is never going to be the yeah, same I think, as it I think, once I think was. one of the guys in this got like gout or something. Oh, yeah. But um, he's in a wheelchair at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, but and then there was this other guy that I thought was really interesting and he didn't use like steroids or anything. He mm. was like kind of in those natural competitions mm. and he works so hard yeah. all the time yeah. and, he, and he thinks that he is like in the best shape of his life mm. but he can never, he, he always takes like fifth. Yeah. And so he's just like 
like this is the best I'm ever going to look and I'm still fifth. Yeah. And so he, he's it just like it shatters him. Yeah. Because these people are so obsessed with their bodies. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very weird. image conscious. People, people yeah, shouldn't yeah. be image conscious nowadays because envy is a horrible thing. Oh, it is. But those, but the, like Paul said, those guys are so addicted to being the hugest that they are. They want to look like the Incredible Hulk or Juggernaut because they want these guys to look the greatest. So like you see Arnold Schwarzenegger, been Mr. Universe for so so many years because he got that big and heck even luther rigno and all those other guys they want to look like those guys because again they're so addicted to be like i want to be like that i want to be so huge that nobody's gonna freaking oh mess yeah they, with they, me. they, they, they try to look at every single muscle yeah. in their well, body you know you know who i kind of liked uh, did the strongest man competitions and i think dale will know will know who i'm talking about is mark henry oh yeah yeah, yeah. world's strongest man he Self-proclaimed, yeah, and, and he actually won legit competitions, uh, proving that for a, uh, for a, a while back. But uh, but he it, he was natural, I yeah. think. Oh okay. yeah. And so so something a little bit more lighthearted now, yeah. since we went kind of yeah, into guess. that gross mode. Yeah. So I, I, I talked about Paw Patrol before. Well, oh. now the new thing is Lego movies, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, the Lego Marvel movies. Ooh. Are very entertaining. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I'll see my kids like get up and go play with toys, and I'm still staring at the TV watching it. Like, what happens next? It was <laughs> <laughs> Lego Marvel. I, 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 I like playing the Lego Marvel games or the Lego games. There's just something about them. You know, we all grew up with Legos. So. Okay, but they, whoever is the writers for these movies, they're very clever. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you got Wonder Woman because, like, in one of them, she's you know fighting Shazam. Well, Wonder Woman is also like one of the gods, and so. Between her and Shazam, she's always like referencing the the ancient gods. So she's like, by the armpit hair of it of Atlas, and it's like, who wrote that? <laughs> well, here's the thing, you know, I saw a wrestling match a few months ago on a DVD where they had Legos all over the ring, and oh, pe- yeah. people had they couldn't wear their boots, so they'd be stepping on these Legos. Uh Make him seem like uh, metaphorical thumbtacks and other wrestling uh, weaponry there. Oh, no, they're, they're literal thumbtacks. No, they are. Well, you know, yep. They're horrible to step on. If you all have seen YouTube videos of guys literally no, yeah. like doing challenges, you'll feel their pain. Yep. <laughs> uh, anything else, Paul, for quick takes? Um, no, other than um, you guys need to watch Turbo Kid. So, Turbo we can, Kid. so we can talk about it. Yeah, on, could be a maybe, flashback maybe, pick. maybe even do it on uh, Icky's Weird Cinema because yeah. that would be a good one for that. There you go. It's been a long time. Sounds good. It's been a long time since I've seen Watch it. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but I know what you're talking about. I love that movie. It, next to Star Kid, that was my that was my shit. So right on. All right, Victor. Um, like I said, the I'm excited for everything superhero to come out. Guardians is coming out. Blue Beetle is coming out. I like I said from uh, going back to Mr. Lopez here. Uh, of course, I didn't like what he said on uh, in the trailers to Blue Beetle. He called Batman a fascist, and I thought, oh, uh, wow. who 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 in their right mind wrote this line for this funny funny man i remember that say, now yeah yeah and i'm like really really you just had to get that out didn't you <laughs> and of course i knew and Feel ho- like there may have been somebody might have been pushing an agenda possibly yeah i think so honestly just because it's like okay and i'm and i'm going to tell this because it's very true okay for those of you who don't know what fascism is, fascism fascism is, or fascism, excuse me, uh, thank you, is someone who tells someone how to live, what to do, where to be, what to eat, how to even be a person. Batman tells people just to stop because we already discussed this before uh, when they said is 
Frank Miller's Batman a fascist. And even Frank Miller said, if you think Batman's a fascist, you need to go back to your politics and study more because he is not a fascist by any means, okay? This is just a strong, authoritative person taking over a world that needed to have that strong, authoritative way of looking at life. So just to quote that there. But otherwise, um, uh, I just I was very excited to to see the Blue Beetle movie, and otherwise, Wait, I was Blue just, Beetle movie's out or is no, it not no, not yet. It, it's going to come out very soon. Oh, you're excited to see? I'm it. excited yeah. to see it. Just okay. to clarify, just so there's no confusion. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. But yes, uh, I was just not happy with what George Lopez says. I know he didn't say that of his own accord. I know someone paid him to say that, but I still love him. I still love him regardless of he's being paid to say something stupid and ignorant. Um, but at the same time, I'm very excited for the Guardians to come out. Yes. I'm is very Batista exactly. going to be in it again? What's up? Is Batista going to be in it again? Yes, he is. But, no, but in I don't know. This will probably be his last time of being in it. Be, I think, yeah, uh, he did go on the record, I believe, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, this will be his really last, last time. time. Which sucks because I really want him to continue on to be in it, but... Uh, or he could be throwing on a red herring there. He could be, but I know that his contract may be up, and uh, I, think I think that's out in about a month. I want to say yeah, Guardians Three. Yeah, so I mean, I think certain contracts are up, and uh, I don't. Know, I'm sure they're going to ask people to come. And, right and like back. Cocaine Bear, not only am I looking forward to the movie, I'm looking forward to the soundtrack. So. Same. The soundtrack is so dope. I have the first two Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks. Same, same, and I and I honestly can't wait for this one because I know it's going to be dynamite, and uh, I I'd hoped that they were going to do. And speaking of, I was going to, because Dale mentioned it before, 85 years of Superman, man. Like, man, the man of steel himself, man. I love. Has anyone here watched that show, Superman and Lois? I actually wouldn't want to get back into to seeing that. Uh, it's I, a good show. I, I saw, actually, yeah, I saw a few episodes. Yeah. Now, now originally, of course, I went back to watching my personal favorite, which I used to watch when me and my dad would always get ready for school, um, which was Lois and Clark: The New Adventures oh, yeah. of Superman. D- Mr. Dean Kane, Terry yeah. Hatcher. Yes, I, I, I miss Mr. Dean Kane, and of course. I, I love him so much, and uh, of course they made a fam- uh, reference to him in Family Guy many years ago. But he, uh, I just I missed that he was Superman because he was a great mm-hmm. Superman. And of course he was not very happy. If you saw an interview with him, he was not very happy with what they did to Superman's son, uh, and he he rightfully and justfully told him, "Nope, this is not what I I played the character for five years, so I should know." And of course this is not the way that they taking him in the direction. So I mean. I love that man. He's so cool. Good stuff. But yeah, I I just I just can't wait to for the new releases, man. I mean, yeah. there's so many, dude, and they're coming out like quick. Yeah, there's some other movies at the theaters that I I, I missed in the new releases section that are out river that we haven't had a chance to talk about the show. Just a lot of good stuff playing. I still want to see Champions. I think I still down to one or Has two showings seen a day. Yet? Uh, there's that one on. The- I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm. What's it called again? Air? Air. Air. Oh yeah, yep. I, I I reviewed it a week or two ago on the show. Yeah, How was it really was it good, good stuff. Easy thumbs up, yeah. I mean, I love Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're a great combo, and Ben Affleck's directing. I love his directing skills, yeah. But yeah, ton of good stuff to see in the theaters. Barbie, I can't uh, wait to see. Yeah, ton of good a... stuff coming up. Looking forward to talking about it on future shows. Safe to say, we're gonna have another jam-packed episode next oh, week. Yeah. Icky, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, make it's sure it's been good working with you guys. Absolutely, and. Make sure to check out Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema every Friday night, live premiere at 9 p.m. on GFBS, or find live or find past episodes on demand 
Search GFBS on your favorite social media and or also podcast remember to, app. Remember to watch Weird Wrestling too. We yeah. need people watching that. Weird Wrestling once once a month. Always a good time talking wrestling with Icky. <laughs> Welcome you to join us live for all future episodes every Wednesday at 1 p.m. on GFBestSource.com or GFBS on your favorite social media or podcast app. Find past episodes by subscribing to GFBS everywhere you find podcasts. And as mentioned earlier, support GFBS by hitting that donate link on top of the GFBestSource.com website. Or leave us a five-star review on Google or your favorite podcast app. Many thanks again for having us part of your day. Many thanks to Victor. Thank you, guys. Always appreciate to be here, man. Many thanks again to Icky. Many thanks again to producer Slice and Dice producer Paul. They're all with us in spirit. And many thanks to all of you for making us part of your day. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.